Hello, all you barflies out there, and welcome to a very special episode of Bar, bar Friends Forever. Forever. I'm Susie. And I'm Kina. And we're your bar friends. Forever. Wow, after 17 tries, the most professional. Probably the most in sync yes. opening we've done. Like a figure skater opening, I would say, or a synchronized swimming. A synchronized situ- swim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we swum. We swum. All right, we've been holding off on putting this episode out, and I don't know why. We we I took d- a sit down. Yeah, I think it was because it was um, definitely one of the days when we were having heroin wine. Yes. And so, and we'll talk about that in this uh, forthcoming episode. Yes. Um, so we just felt like it was not it. Like, I yeah. think we were afraid that we sounded completely incoherent and unhinged. Well, here's the thing. We we don't generally drink too much. No. Like, um, On the when- podcast. Sorry, let's make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> let's make it perfectly clear. Um, on the podcast, we don't like to drink excessively no. while recording because we know nobody wants to just hear us like sloshed and incoherent. Yeah. Um, so this day we got ambitious and did two episodes in one day. Yep. And for some reason, just wrote it off in our minds. Like, no, it's, it's. I think because we knew we were on the wine and it was like. And uh, we felt drunk by the end of it, which, I mean, we will, you will find. Yes. Um, We were definitely drunk by the time we finished drinking our wine and by the time we wrapped up and went home. Yeah. Finished recording. Exactly. And so I think we were just paranoid that we sounded stupid and weren't making sense. And you know what? We were wrong. It's fucking hilarious. We were so wrong. And here is this episode. And by the way, also, I mean, I think this is a thing. Like, if you have anxiety and you write something off in your head, like, I was too drunk. I'm not going to revisit it. Like, we didn't even turn this episode on to, like, listen to it. And I think it's hilarious. So we have to just preface this by saying we've put out an episode where we went to a house party. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Kina ended up stealing a pack of cigarettes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe you will recognize the rasp in my voice <laughs> on this episode from the one that we put out a few weeks ago uh, because we did them back to back. Yes. And I was deeply impacted by all the camels that I was sucking down that night. Yes. And that night I also stole a baguette. So never mm. forget. Mm-hmm. Never forget the baguette. Yeah. Baguettes and, and regrets. And I I think everything else will speak for itself, but we just need to set it up. Um, <laughs> the, poli- the, police. the police are here. <laughs> We're getting arrested. Never forget us. For the theft of cigarettes don't, and baguettes. Don't regret us. Don't forget us. Don't baguette us. <laughs> nailed it so hard well uh i think we're gonna you know at, what do they call it on tv like the fourth wall or something like that <laughs> we're gonna bust the fourth we're wall busting through we're doing two podcasts in a row yeah um because we're feeling the magic today yeah we're riding on this um we like to call it a i don't think we've ever brought this term to the cast so let's um bring it here today so when you're hungover 
this came from working a desk job for me personally. I yes. coined this phrase. When you're hungover at a desk job and you are just making it through the day. Yeah. And then like 5, 6 p.m. hits whenever you get to go home and you take that first sip of red wine mm -hmm. and you can literally feel the red wine like coursing through all of your veins. Yes. Like healing you. Yeah, like we might make it through. It's like a healing touch. You're like, thank fucking God. So I started calling it heroin of the dog. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that's how it started. Yeah, yeah. Heroin of the dog. Love heroin it. of the dog because it, you can feel it coursing through your veins like a drug. And also um, we started calling it heroin. Heroin wine. Yeah. There's many iterations, but yeah, heroin of the dog we are having it. We are loving it. La Finca. <laughs> La Finca. Um, if you, if you know, you know, if you don't <laughs> get yourself to a Trader Joe's. Um, I will say, I remember, I remember when you, maybe not when you coined the phrase, but when you introduced me to the phrase, I was having a particularly tough day at my own desk job. And maybe you and I were together the night before because we were definitely texting. And I was like, I'm, I am, I'm unwell, like I'm a yeah. broken woman. <laughs> um, and COVID days, sure, like the heroin wine happens. Uh, but this was before before all that. So I was like really, you know, just sitting it out at the desk for yeah. however long. Writing it out, just sweating it out. Sweating it out, like <laughs> putting on a brave face in front of my coworkers. Yeah. And you texted me and you said, you need to get yourself some heroin wine and a calzone. <laughs> <laughs> that was your calzone face. <laughs> Words of wisdom, a calzone. Yes. We love it. We love it. And I have to say, heroin wine, it needs to be red. It yes. cannot be a sparkling, a rosé, or a white. Nope. It doesn't matter what you had the night before. It doesn't matter what the season is. It is red wine Red only. wine only for heroin wine. And yes. get yourself a carb. It's got to be a pasta, a calzone, a or baguette. a pizza. A baguette. Hank agrees. <laughs> yes. He's confirming. Um, yeah, so that's heroin wine. So you're hearing Hank in the background because we just made a shocking discovery. We did a little sound check with all of the windows open. Yeah. And you really can't hear it the sounds outside. exactly the same. <laughs> so um, so this whole time we've been in a sweat lodge yeah. while we're recording like in the height of summer. Yeah. I mean, height of summer. What the fuck? It's the first week of November and it's 80. It was 81 degrees today. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Scratch that. While we're recording in Los Angeles ever, we have all the windows closed to be like, let's like, yep. contain this sound and make it as pure as possible. Meanwhile, you cannot hear my yard the planes flying yeah and so if you do hear a bark here and there that's hank he's a tank if you the hear mascot. the if you hear the pickleball court down the block listen those people are having a good time and we are no longer going to sweat this out and no. we're not going to make our guests do it either we're doing it right right in time <laughs> by the way <laughs> right in, we're going to be freezing soon <laughs> yes so really getting behind the scenes here today on yeah. the we're it's like the, the last cast. episode of the hills where they they pull that set away and you realize it's all scripted i was never the same <laughs> never like that the was same. that was just such a do you know i uh, um listened to a podcast recently 
recently with Christine from Selling Sunset, and it's an Adam DeVillo show. Mm-hmm. And she was saying it's exactly the same. They script everything. It's For not- sure. Have you watched that show? Um, yeah, I love that show. I mean, there's a new season on. I'll watch it tonight. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going to be drinking the heroin wine and watching. So oh, the pasta. I'm going to reactivate my Netflix membership tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'll add you as a. I'll add you. you no, know, you can't. How do you think Gerald watches his shows? Netflix he, kicked my entire family off, the, and that's why I canceled. I yes. was like, four years. Yes. My family so has he used my does. Netflix. How I, dare you, You Netflix. know what I had to do? I just started fucking paying for my family, I guess. they. My parents oh, gave you, me life. you added on. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm my gonna, parents gave me life, so I'm going to give it to them, them back. Netflix. Um, anything new happening at Snatch these days? Um. Well... Yes. So I had a guy come in and sit down at the bar recently. He was super nice. And he was asking me and my coworker, hey, like, how do you guys make your margarita? It's so good here. Um, He's like, I got all the ingredients. I'm like, we we both looked at each other and we're like, you just measure it out. Yeah, exactly. Like, get yourself a jigger, which is yeah. essentially just a measuring cup for um liquor if you're not skilled at like poor counting yeah and you just measure it out and it should come out the same every time perfect every time and he goes is there a certain way you shake it because I did that I got the ingredients I did it at home and it tasted terrible he just couldn't recreate the magic yeah and I'm like how like it's like literally three ingredients when we make it at home or at work sorry um and it should be three ingredients when you make it at at home as well so I had this idea like we can do a little series uh quick videos on Instagram because I have this a lot I do private events and people are like you make the best margarita you make the best martini you definitely make the best martini thank you but it's so it makes zero sense because it's so easy it's literally yeah. two ingredients like with the all and then the olive is the third I don't know I think that there is a real science to it if it's like a vermouth wash or a splash or a shaken yeah. and stirred yeah it took me a very long time to figure out how to make my preferred martini yeah so we can do a couple of little videos and you guys can tune in on our Instagram if you want to learn how to make quality drinks at home and it's not hard and it should be very simple just with just a couple of uh different tools honestly I want to know um a spicy margarita specifically because I've come into snatch and I was drinking spicy margs yeah um and I guess I'm the same as that guy like I try it at home sometimes and like it's just never the same it's just all it's interesting to me and I guess I think back to when I wasn't a bartender doing it all the time and now it's second nature but yeah yeah, you don't know the tricks of the trade or like how to like you know measurements or whatever so we can figure this out guys we're gonna have you making good drinks at home yeah we got you um I will share a funny story um about martinis because I love them as I think everybody knows um sometimes too Too much much. (laughs) (laughs) um I went to dinner with my friend um and he is a very adventurous eater he like always wants to go to new spots and like kind of underground spots whatever so he wanted to go get Ethiopian food um so we go to this restaurant in little Ethiopia I just went there 
for the first time. Oh, really? I my, used to my, live right there. When my parents were in town, I had never been. The food yeah. was really good. The food's really good. Yeah. So my first apartment in L.A. was like, oh God, I don't even know. Like, like close to the Beverly Center, like La Cienega. Yeah. Um, and between Fairfax and I can't remember what other street. Mm-hmm. And so little Ethiopia is just like that little pocket. Um, so I went with my friend and Ethiopian food is you sit on the floor, you eat with your hands. It's super good. But like you're not going to snatch, for example, like they don't have a bar and a bartender and yeah, all yeah. that. Um, but we we get there and I probably needed, you know, some heroin wine. Um, and I saw that they had like liquor mm-hmm. behind a makeshift bar, but there was nobody working the bar. So when someone came over and took our drink order, I think my friend ordered a beer um, and I said, hey, see that you have um, vodka back there. Do you think that somebody could make me a martini? And it was the owner of the restaurant. He said, how do you make it? <laughs> and I said, I I mean, like, I could tell you, but like, I make my own martini. Or I said something like, I make the perfect martini for myself. Um, and he then said, great. Do you want to get behind the bar and make one? And, you know, don't tell me twice. I was, <laughs> You're like, yes, I was I behind that bar. I was shaking the shaker. I was doing my, you know, vodka martini with olive and a dash of vermouth. Um, so essentially a giant chilled glass of vodka. Yeah. Um, with the vermouth. So it's a martini. With the vermouth and, you know, the essence of the olive. And so we, I have my martini. It was excellent, obviously, because I made it. Um, and then we eat our meal and we're leaving. And the owner comes up to me, hands me his business card again with the business cards. <laughs> again with the business uh, cards. And asks me if I'm looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> like that was your audition. <laughs> yeah. At a bar in You're little like, Ethiopia. Oh, hold like, on, hold on, hold on. I know how to do this. Give me a job. Yeah, can you believe? Like, and what if I was said, "Hey, Susie, you know, I'm leaving this corporate world. I'm gonna be <laughs> slinging martinis in little Ethiopia." Like, yeah, I bet you would just crush it on tips. Oh, crush, little- <laughs> crush, crush! Like maybe once a year, somebody would order a martini, and it would be you. <laughs> I definitely come see you at your bartending gig in Little Ethiopia. Mm, yeah, all the tables will have turned. It sounds profitable. <laughs> I have actually thought just thought of a story. <clears throat> when I went to Little Ethiopia with my parents, I was actually it was right before my interview to go work at Sir. So I was super nervous because I wanted that job. Um, So I didn't actually, when I'm like, yeah, Ethiopian food, it's delicious. I took a couple bites, but I didn't eat a lot. Yep. But I was with my parents. They're eating. um, I think there was someone in the bathroom at that restaurant. And so I was like, I have to pee really bad. Like, I'm going to just skirt over to the restaurant next door because little Ethiopia is just restaurants. Yeah, they're all like like, lined up right next door. And I was like, I'm just going to go next door and just use their bathroom. Like, whatever. It's fine. Um, So I go. I was wearing a romper. um, Like, it was summertime. And so I, you have to take off the whole thing, like, from the top, the worst, and then pee, and then you put it back on. And so I come out, and the owner is, like, leering at me in a weird way. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Are you mad that I used your bathroom? But also, I feel like he was just staring at me. 
in a creepy way and weird. I was just like okay weird and I just I'm like thank you and just walk out and go straight back next door and then my dad is waving me down like on the sidewalk he's waving in the air and he's and I'm like hi like what and he looks at me and he's pointing and he goes boob boob oh no <laughs> oh my god and no I, <laughs> and I had one boob out of my romper not it was like in a bra but How like <laughs> not I'm so sorry I was so shocked that uh, I hit a lamp. How did you not feel the, the wind on your nipple? No, no. <laughs> it, I, it, the bra was on, but okay. the, like the boob in the bra was yeah. just out of the, like the romper was underneath wow. the boob. And I was just like, just to see my dad waving frantically and pointing and going, boob, boob. Is that is like- too funny. <laughs> I just like... I just don't wear bras. I would be really shit out of luck in that yeah, situation. Yeah, you would be shit out of I was wearing a bra, thank Christ. Oh, my God. That's too funny. I mean, little Ethiopia, they just need the two of us. Yeah. They'll never know what hit them. Listen, whoever created The Simple Life, we need a, we need a reality show in little Ethiopia. It's just you walking around with a boob out and me shaking martinis. Talk to us, Bravo. So we were talking a little bit and Kina asked me, have you ever had a guy steal from you? Mm -hmm. And I said, not quite, but I do have a story in that vein. But you have had a man steal from you. Yeah, it's wild. And um, it also has to do with heroin and not (laughs) heroin wine, unfortunately. Not of the wine type. Um, And I just want to like, put it out there I've never done heroin um good 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 but yeah I definitely have had a man steal from me so I'll I'll paint this scene I had just graduated from college I moved from Hawaii to San Francisco um and I got my first like post-college job I actually ended up working for this company for a very long time like seven years um but when I started I was like bottom of the barrel I think my salary was like $30,000 and I thought I was balling um I wasn't but it was the first time that I like had a salary and regular paychecks and like all that nonsense yeah um and so there was this bar that I loved in the lower hate um called Molotovs I believe it's still there and it is a fucking dive like a super dive um and it's, I like the name yeah um it was super fun and just like a cool scene and so I would go there a lot one of my friends from college also moved to San Francisco so I had like a built-in kind of bar buddy and I met a guy there his name was Johnny um and he was older than me for sure I guess if I had just graduated college I was like 23 24 yeah. he was probably probably 30 or something mm-hmm. um and we just started hanging out hooking up whatever drinking a lot um and just whatever I knew that he was like probably not good for me and hung out at a shady bar and did drugs but I was like whatever fun sexy like I make poor choices um so he oh my god in a theme of things I'm not quite sure where he lived either <laughs> oh boy but he would come and stay over 
um, you know, a couple nights a week, not like a serious thing by any means. We were definitely just casually dating. Um, but he would come and stay over and there was one night in particular that he was like, let's go out to dinner, like, you know, before we hit the bar and start drinking heavily. Mm-hmm. And so we went to a dinner at like a Thai restaurant and he would like go to the bathroom for long periods of time and then okay. come back. And he once um, <laughs> he once nodded off at the like Stop. He, he like fell asleep at the dinner table at the dinner table we were out at a restaurant <laughs> with wine with food was he a narcolect i'm making eye contact with him no he was a heroin addict <laughs> and i didn't know it because okay. i was completely naive and didn't know that heroin makes people like not off and whatever like i didn't know that the only interaction with drugs outside of weed that i had was coke and people get like you know yeah. it wakes you up it's an upper yeah so i didn't i didn't know the signs of a heroin addict um so what do I do I keep dating I wouldn't, him of to course this, to this day I wouldn't know yeah I didn't know until a point that I'll get to <laughs> um so we fell asleep and at dinner and I was just like what are you doing like I'm like we are at a two-top like what's going on <laughs> um clearly it wasn't enough of a red flag for me to be worried yeah I know the chairs are comfortable but yeah on, buddy but come on like we're not at home um so he keeps staying over randomly and um usually I had to be at work early in the morning and so I would just like leave and be like hey lock the door on your way out um so one day I was at work and I was doing some computer work or whatever and was like I'm gonna check my bank account because I want to know how much money I have. Yeah. By the way, nothing is more soothing. Like, I think we're both anxiety-driven people. Totally. For me to just check my bank I account. check my bank. I do a full recon. I check update the budget. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I'm totally the same. So it was one of those days where I was like, just needing to know where things are sitting. Um, and I am negative several hundred dollars okay and was like what the fuck like negative like I never let my account get to negative there's just like absolutely no way never in my life knock on wood so I start looking at the transactions and there are multiple checks that are made out to cash with my signature forged (laughs) yep okay and I'm like what the fuck? And also, this makes me sound so old that I'm talking about a checkbook. Yeah, yeah. But this is how I used to like pay my rent. Forgery. Like, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, I still pay my rent on a check. You don't? Oh my god, it's by Venmo. Oh, okay. my <laughs> landlord is just. Like, I guess I'm old. Just a millennial. <laughs> I just slide that check right under Craig's. Totally. Door. <laughs> Up until this particular place, I've always paid by check as okay. well. Okay. Um, so I see these checks and. The handwriting is like clearly not mine. Um, and I start thinking like who has ever been to my place? And I didn't let people come over because I lived in a Chinese family's garage. True story. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm not hosting, guys. Like I was only letting the guy I was sleeping with come over. And so I obviously deduce that it's him. And, but yeah. the worst is that, I mean, there are a lot of things that are the worst. Um is that the date of the checks, it was like a week prior. It took a while for them to clear and post and withdraw from my account and me to check. 
Um, so I, in the meantime, I'm like having sex with this guy, like going out with this guy. Like he's, he's, you might say you're kind of dating. I, (laughs) hey, (laughs) let's not get crazy. Uh, we were definitely, we were definitely dating. (laughs) Okay. Um, and so I text him obviously and confront him and he immediately is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, I don't even remember the details. I cried a lot. I went to the bank, obviously I got the funds returned. Um, but what do I do? I decided I was like, I'm just going to like punish this man. Okay. So I just keep going to the bar, the regu- where he was a regular, tell everybody that he's stealing from me. Uh, the bartenders feel sorry for me and they're like, Kina, we're going to open a tab for you and like whatever you want to drink. And then we're just going to like force him to pay for it. And I was like, okay, excellent. Excellent. Um, so I start frequenting the bar a lot. Um, and then at a certain point, I realized this was incredibly toxic and like I just needed to to walk away. Um, a, a free bar tab is not toxic. Oh, I milked okay? it. Do not get me wrong. It was weeks. I think I started dating somebody else. And that's how I finally was like, OK, this is a little You're like, like putting his bar drinks on on that guy's bar tab. Yes, I was. Amazing. I took him to the bar and like made out with the new guy in front of this guy. Oh, he was there the whole time? Yeah. And he's paying your bar tab? Yes. Oh my God. Wow. Uh, That's like, old as fuck. He just like stayed and showed his he face. He just stayed and like glared and like maybe sent me some rude text messages. Um, but it was throughout like all of those several, it was probably only a couple of weeks um, from finding out to like when I decided this was <laughs> clearly an unhealthy pattern. Oh, you, d- wait. You're not telling me you guys didn't get married. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This didn't work out. I think he ended up going to jail. Okay. Um, But it was within those weeks that I was talking to people at the bar or like the bartender, I think specifically that was like, you know, we'll keep an open tab for you and we'll like force Johnny to pay it. He was (laughs) like, you know, he's on heroin, right? (laughs) I was like, heroin. Like, that's pretty extreme. Like, what? Um, and then I started doing my own internet research of like what a heroin, like what heroin does to someone and like sleepiness and whatever. And he would do shit all the time where like he would just disappear for like 30 to 45 minutes at a time from the bar, from the restaurant, from my place. Yeah. And he was like, just, you're like, seems legit. Shooting up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so I've wisened up since then. I have like a real serious boundary with like letting people come over to my house, to be quite honest, (laughs) and and hard drugs. (laughs) The real serious heroin boundary. (laughs) It's pretty much the only one I have. Don't come over and don't do heroin. Okay, well, mine's kind of a doozy. It's the same age range we were saying, like, uh, yours is post-college. You make poor decisions. Yeah. Mine was in college. I um, dated a guy who uh, was terrible for me, but um, I'll just start off by saying I saw him in a bar, and I sent him a shot of Jose Cuervo. Okay. Ooh, classy. Ooh, I'm a classy lady. I send men shots. Uh, it's not about sending shots. That is classy. It's the Jose Cuervo that's uh, <laughs> super classy. Nothing says early 20s like a little Jose. Yeah, so I sent this guy a shot. Worst fucking whatever it was, $7 probably in Cincinnati at the time mm-hmm. that I've ever spent in my life. And we end up um, talking 
dating, hooking up, eventually, like we were dating, we ended up, yeah. I, it wasn't a good relationship. He was not very nice to me mm-hmm. now that I, like in hindsight that I look back on it. And um, so we ended up post-college living together um, just before my whole plan was always to move to LA I went to school for theater that was the plan and he knew that and he was going to come with me like we had this plan Mm -hmm. um so um we lived together and we were working towards this date we had a date set that we were going to move to LA and at some point we got into it was like a few months before we were supposed to move we got into a huge fight and he told me get the fuck out like of my house and I am the kind of person who's like oh you tell me to leave cool I'm out like it's a pride it's a point of pride like that's how I am did you have your own place or you guys were living together no it was such a weird turn of events where he said this to me and I was like cool 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 I will get the fuck out like I'm devastated of course but I'm too prideful and yep. my mom happened to be in town. My parents had already like moved out of town and my mom was in town for something. And she goes, cool, let's just pack your shit up and let's go. Great. So we packed my shit, um, got in the car and drove down to North Carolina. And um, he was calling me like you just fucking left like you took all your stuff I'm like yeah "Yeah." bro you kicked me out yeah you told me to get the fuck out so I got the fuck out um so we ended up speaking and going like okay I'm going to stay with my sister in North Carolina I'm gonna work in North Carolina and um so we still had the plan to move to LA we were still like on this timeline we were still 100% a couple talking Mm -hmm. every day but I was living with my sister in North Carolina and he was still at his house in Ohio okay um and so two days I think it was two or three days before we were supposed to move um I see a picture posted on facebook like back when facebook was at its height of like tbt yeah i know facebook facebook saved my life um of him in the back of a limo with a girl and i just got that like women's intuition like what is this this is weird because he had told me he was working on new year's right so he's in the back of a limo with a girl looking a little too friendly and i just was like let me just message this girl on facebook so I did, and she goes, oh, my God. God bless this woman, too. I was very mean to her after the fact, but yeah. she goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I've been fucking him for this long, dating him for this long, living with him for this long. So he had moved her into our house. As soon as you moved out. It, essentially, yes, like, had moved her in. And so I call him, and I'm like, this is what... I remember I was nannying at the time. Wait, did she know about you? No. Okay, so he was fucking you both over. Yes, exactly. So what she told me was like there were pictures and we just took them down. He said you were an ex. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um so 
I was nannying at the time. I remember I called him. I went out on the on the porch when the kids were taking a nap, and I was like, "This is what's happening." And he goes, "She's a liar. She's a drug addict." Like I gave her a place to stay one night. Like this is like the lie that he's telling, right? So my one of my best friends, Jessica. You know Jessica. She yeah. is a ride or die. Like she's such a an awesome lady like we will have her on at some point for sure but I was talking to her just fully distraught like what do you do in this situation I'm like several states away and I'm just like what the fuck like I'm getting two stories and she goes you will never know he will lie through his teeth totally until you go there and see for yourself she goes you gotta go and so I get in my car that night after my nannying shift and I drove like whatever it was, like the 10 hours. Holy I don't even shit. remember, like 12 hours, like from North Carolina to Cincinnati. I get to Jessica's place. She was staying with her grandma, like living with her grandma. Her grandma was the sweetest. Um, I get there so late and we spend the night. And then the next day, Jessica calls this guy's restaurant and goes hey I really want to have this server like is he working tonight and they're like yes he's working we'll put the reservation like for him and we're like cool perfection now we know he's working yeah right (laughs) so me and Jessica my fucking partner in crime for life shout out Jess go over (laughs) like in the middle of the night we got gloves (laughs) like beanies to cover our hair for like DNA I don't know why we were like doing this because you're a perfectionist and you (laughs) think about details like this the small details yeah fingerprints hair (laughs) so we go in I still had a key to this place by the way I lived in this house it was my house wild he didn't change the locks but also he probably didn't anticipate that you would drive in the middle of the night we were together still. I know but There's, he moved someone new in like it's yeah, not it, it's so just... crazy to change the locks but <laughs> thank no, god you can't be like calling the girl in North Carolina saying you're still dating and then you're fucking yeah, like, yeah, yeah have yeah. someone living I with get you it. he wasn't thinking ahead of the game so anyway we show up the key works we get in and sure enough everything this girl told me is true he has taken all the pictures down uh, there's like tampons in the bathroom trash like it's just clear, it's just clear there, that yeah. this there is a woman living here and I fucking went berserk and Jessica <laughs> helped me we like fucking destroyed this house like just like knives to couches Love smashing it. glass we put those tampons right in the fridge all over the food (laughs) we broke a bottle of red wine on his bed i wrote pig and permanent marker like on several surface like mirrors nothing that was like so permanent that you couldn't get it off but whatever you know i'm delivering a message my favorite anecdote from this story because i've definitely heard it before and it never gets old is I believe there was a spaghetti sauce in the shoe. <laughs> yes, we put marinara in his shoes. <laughs> we fucking took his favorite jacket and put like some kind of so- like condiments and Parmesan cheese all over Obsessed. it. Just like we're just fucking destroying. Okay. Yeah. And then we um 
We had time. So there was a huge TV at the time. This was like a projector style TV. Like it was big. But I had my car, which is an SUV. And we loaded this TV because I had bought it. I'd paid for that TV. And Mm -hmm. I took things that I had bought that were still in that house. And I took them with me because I'm like, these are mine. Like you're not going to like have this TV. It's mine. Um, And we took them. And also, I'm ashamed to admit this, but I stole a computer. I was like, oh, a Mac? Yeah, I'll have this. Wait, did you like (laughs) use it as your own computer for a number of years? No, no. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay, okay, okay. So we take this stuff. We go back to Jessica's house. We get into this computer and cannot like crack the code to get in but like somewhere in the background I just remember me and Jessica looking at it and being like Mark like it wasn't the guy that I was dating his name it was his brother's name so we had stolen his brother's computer so then so this is a story about you (laughs) stealing (laughs) yes exactly but then we like idiots like the worst criminals of all time returned to the crime scene to return the computer oh my god and then just like leave and like continue on with our lives the other thing that we stole from this apartment was like this guy would just throw like loose change into oh, it yeah i remember this yeah so you just like into a shoebox all the change no we just took the shoebox he had a shoebox full of loose change we turn it into like a coin star and it comes out like 96 dollars and you we're like took yourselves out to lunch at <laughs> this no at this point like at this time, it was, oh, I don't want to say that the date must have been 2007. I was going to say early 2000s yeah. for sure. <laughs> Think about inflation. $96 yeah. in Cincinnati. Like, you're taking a cab. You're yeah, going you're out balling. on the town. You're, like, yeah. fucking drinking all night on this guy. So we took the $96 and all the way in the cab to where we were going to, like, go out. He's calling me. He's leaving me messages. Of course. Going, you better come clean this shit up. Yeah, right, motherfucker. Like, yeah. good luck with that. Turn my phone off. Goodbye. This is a good See time to never. block someone. Yeah, to... this would have been... I don't know if blocking existed It probably then. wasn't. You probably didn't have an iPhone. It was a flip phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't block someone on that. You just turn your phone off. Yeah. yeah and yeah, so yeah. then just we went power out. down the Nokia. Yeah, we had a great night on this guy's dime. Literally, his dime. Literally. His box his of dimes. dimes. And then um, we end up... I remember Jessica <laughs> told me later... This was like my M.O. back in the day. I would just pass out on the bathroom floor. Like I probably vomited like when I came home. Yeah. And so later on, like we like I said, Jessica was living with her grandma. So she said the next day her grandma was like, I touched her and she was so cold. I thought she was dead. (laughs) (laughs) Grandma, you haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> so her grandma like got me back into bed and like put me to bed, but not before she- thinking I was dead. I need to live with a grandma. <laughs> I, know, like, I need to live with a grandma too. <laughs> put me to bed. <laughs> um. So then I woke up in Jessica's bed miraculously because her lovely grandma probably put me there yeah. and tucked me in, and um. 
the next day I woke up to the cops calling me mm. because this guy had called the cops. And I, so what did I do? I hopped in my car and I hightailed it back to North Carolina. I don't know how I had the stamina to like do that on a hangover. It's called early 20s. You yeah. were probably just running on fumes. Yeah, and yeah. The shit I used to do hungover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the point of this story is this guy, this guy had the fucking audacity to call the cops and he the story when I finally talked to this detective I got over my fear and like returned the call he goes the story of the guy was telling was yeah there's this girl and there's this girl and I think they worked like in cahoots to oh do God. this get over yourself you work yeah. at a restaurant <laughs> <laughs> exactly and so like the point is like he tried to tell the co- they're like oh did they steal anything and he he tried to be like they stole my tv mm. and i told this detective i was like i bought that tv i have the receipt like my credit yeah. card receipt like i can give that to you like this guy is a mess and a half yeah. as you can tell like and i will never forget this cop's response i would love to say his name but i won't but i will never forget his name i will never forget his response because i was so scared to talk to him but he goes as far as i'm concerned he made his bed he can lie in it sickening (laughs) sickening detective ds you know who you are Oh, my God. I love this, which is so funny because I'm throwing out people's names right and left. And you're like, I don't want to say, I don't know. I don't want to say this guy's name. Uh, Dwayne, I'll say your first name. XOXO. I think about you all the time. Um, okay. So did you hear from the guy after that? Or like the everything was dropped and so like... No, See so it, yeah, so he, to go back to like the non-blocking thing, I do like to have like a piece of shit beg because it just makes sure. me feel like, yeah, you should be begging. Like yeah. I like to see it. Um, So he did for- We love to see it. We love to see it for years. I would get just, you know, and I had him in my phone as some kind of like piece of shit trash or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would get a text from piece of shit trash and he'd be like, I fucked up. I'm so, I'm such a fucking idiot. I'm so sorry. And um, finally, at one point, I felt like I had to let go of the anger. And yep. I said, um, hey, just want you to know, like, I'm OK. I just texted him that like. Because I had yeah. never responded yeah, yeah, yeah. before then. And this fucking piece of shit has the audacity to be like, okay, cool. But do you ever feel bad about what you did oh my to God. my place? Stop. <laughs> and I went, no. Also, the place couldn't have been nice. No offense. It wasn't nice. I'm really glad you remembered the marinara shoes. I think it's uh, like, it's not all I remember, but it is. <laughs> To me, I was just like, yeah, I totally get it. Like, You're fuck like, up do, those shoes. Do not forget to mention the marinara shoes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. have you ever seen John Mayer's, like, little TikTok video of ravioli shoes? I think you've sent it to me before. I can go down a TikTok hole later, I'm sure. Um, if you guys haven't watched John Mayer's TikToks, you're missing out get on that train immediately but marinara shoes reminded me of ravioli marinara shoes. shoes i just i just love that like 
he had to go buy a bunch of new shoes. <laughs> like, yeah. And his favorite coat, ruined. <laughs> yeah. And all he had on his back was his waiter <laughs> uniform from the restaurant. Yeah. And he <laughs> came in stinking of a restaurant and just only what? had marinara. Did he work at like marinara a chain or like a local restaurant? He worked at, it was local, but it was like a fine dining like steak restaurant. Well, we got a little dark this week. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say, it was a little dark, maybe because we're feeling... I mean, the stories are worth telling. Um, I still think this story is hilarious, removed. Totally, totally. I wonder if that guy, you know, is in jail or dead. Um, He might be in jail, for sure. Yeah, I don't remember how I heard that he went to jail. Oh, actually, I do. Uh, to loop it back around before we let you guys go. Um, He, like, contacted me a year or so later to apologize. Oh, boy. And I think that he was either going through the steps of recovery. Yeah. Yeah, but also referenced, like, doing jail time. And I just, like, didn't fucking respond. Block. He's on the block list. (laughs) (laughs) Which number is he on the block list? This will be a game we play. We can put a screenshot of Kina's block list up and you can, like. Oh, my God. I cannot. You guys can all get. What we should actually do (laughs) is just do block roulette from your phone where you just text all of the numbers I have blocked. Oh, my God. (laughs) Should we do it right now? I um I don't think there's enough wine in the world, um, but maybe let's save that for a segment. We've talked about doing phone roulette before. Okay, we're about to play unblock roulette okay. so, on Kina's phone. <laughs> I'm gonna choose the number. Okay. I just point out arbitrarily. So just because point none of them out have names. Yeah, and they're. Literally all different area codes, which is fucking crazy. Like, who am I? She's international. <laughs> Literal bros in different area codes. Okay, so. Just give me the area code so you want me to unblock. I want you to unblock 215. Okay. 808 and 707. I think 808 I blocked because it was just truly spam because I'm 808 as well. So pick a different one. Okay. 215. 707. Okay. And 858. You can do the last three. Okay. All right. Kina has successfully unblocked three people. Three contacts. What does that message say? I think I just say, like, hey, what's up? Hey, thinking of you. No. <laughs> yeah, I fully regret this. Where is the other one? Well, now we have to copy this message <laughs> and just fully send it to every other. Wait, I want to text a different one. I know. Go to Anok one. <laughs> so, by the way, Kina <laughs> was putting these contacts. Little fat fingered. <laughs> into her phone as Anok one. <laughs> Unblick too. <laughs> Un- <laughs> I fucking did. I made chicken parmesan. I made chicken cup. Hi. I made homemade lasagna tonight. <laughs> I'm saying that because, like, I don't know. I want some fucking pasta. Oh, homemade lasagna sounds great. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna. We're screenshotting this for the yeah, yeah, Instagram yeah. for <laughs> sure. 
All right. Well, I love ending on a cliffhanger. TBD. Yeah. We'll see if any of these people respond. Can't wait to come at you with Stay more tuned content. for more baguettes. <laughs> baguettes and regrets. <laughs> All right, if you have made it through this truly unhinged episode. We said the last one was unhinged, (laughs) but it's reached a new level. We are fully unhinged. There are zero hinges anymore. If you've made it through, pour yourself a heroin wine. Or look at a recipe for a cocktail, follow the instructions, and make yourself a restaurant-quality cocktail at home, right? Uh, follow us on all platforms. Instagram, it's at barfcast. That's B A R F F cast. Uh, send us an email. Uh, do you want to play block roulette? I can't be the only one that's this fucking crazy. We will take all submissions. Um, and please follow us on iTunes, uh, or sorry, Apple Podcasts, rather, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast. We really appreciate it. Yes. We love you guys. Thank you so much. And we will see See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Cheers. Cheers.